Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Hi guys, just waiting for everyone to, to get here. Where, where are we tuning in from today? Where are you guys from? You come from the, from the US, from um, Africa, what, 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 what are we talking, Europe? Where are you guys tuning in from today? All right, Neski, hi, Christian, hi, Eve, Toronto, great, Brian's from Toronto, great to have, great to have you here, Bionicle from the States, fantastic, Peru, great, awesome, awesome, man, Nigeria, wicked, it's, it's really awesome that we, you know, we've got this in place where we can actually, um, you know, broadcast, broadcast this and, and touch you guys from all around the world. I think this is fantastic. And I hope that you've been listening to this every week. Um, we're a bit behind on schedule this week as I've been doing a lot of, lot of coaching. Uh, even tonight, I've been back to back with meetings. Um, I had to leave one of my meetings early to be able to do this for you guys because um, I just didn't want to fall behind on my schedule. Hi, Sniper Wolf. Hi, Kratos. So remember, guys, this is episode 19 of the Ask Me Anything series. This is your opportunity to ask me any question that you may have, right? Maybe about a situation that is ongoing for you, you know, a pattern that you keep on repeating, a hurdle that you come up against that is preventing you from moving on and forward with your development in this area of your life. This area being social and dating, right? I want to help you guys develop your social confidence and your confidence within your dating life as well. You know, what I do, I help people on a weekly basis. I give them the tools to, first of all, fix the relationship they have with themselves and also improve the relationship they have with others, right? I say this every week. If you become great, if you become a master at building relationships, what can you not do, right? So it's up to you how, you how you use my advice, how you take my advice and where you apply it. All I say is use it ethically, okay? You can hack your way through uh, all sorts of social infrastructures. You can be a, a beacon of influence to others. You can be the reason why so many people are uh, getting to know each other, right? But most of all, I just want you guys to experience happiness through having a higher state of consciousness, right? Understanding social dynamics a lot more. Because I think the more and more people that learn this stuff, you know, the, the more people are going to be in happier relationships, okay? So anyway, there's a few things that I want to kind of, uh, there's a couple of things that I want to kind of share with you guys uh, on this episode. And as I'm doing so, just please do take the time to throw your questions on the feed here. Okay. You throw your questions on your feed and on the feed and I will answer them for you. Okay. That's how it works. If you want to work with me in person, we've got a couple of places left on the July 27th workshop here in London. Okay, it's a 12-hour workshop with myself. And if you miss the, the last remaining seats on that one, the next one will be on August the 24th, okay? 
Right. Now, something something that um, I want to share with you guys is this. I've had a client recently, and with this client, he you know he he spoke to me in in a lot of confidence and allowed himself to be vulnerable. And he, he actually told me when he was younger, he actually got sexually abused, right? Now, as awful as that is, you know, you can imagine the sort of implications of how that's going to affect him later on in life. You know, it's, it's really going to hinder his confidence when, when he gets intimate with someone and, and you know, brings someone into that kind of space. And um, what he shared with me was that in order for him to be more familiar with physicality, be more familiar with um, intimacy, right? He actually put him through, put himself through some physical workshops, and some of these workshops were ones that you know. You, all of us can do so I'm just I just want to share this because there might be people that are listening or you know listening to the the recorded version of this when it goes out and they 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 might have had that been through that unfortunate um that unfortunate sort of thing in their life and what he did he he made sure he took some dancing lessons first of all you know and actually I I've taken him dancing before this guy and because you can imagine, you, you are getting more acquainted, you're getting more familiar with touch, you know, and, and receiving touch. And I think that's the kind of thing you've got to workshop with yourself. You know, if you have some uncomfortability of being touched through some past unfortunate circumstances, you have to be able to get more familiar with that, right? So dancing was one of them. Kickboxing, another, right? Fantastic. Kickboxing. Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Right? Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wrestling around with guys on the floor of all sorts of shapes and sizes, you know, again, you're just getting used to being physical and receiving physical touch. So I just kind of wanted to kind of share that with you guys. And, and by all means as well, if you've been through something as traumatic as that, you know, I think, I think it's definitely worth seeing a therapist. Yeah. So just wanted to share that with you and of course then when, you, when you've gone through all that maybe then you can reach out to us or myself my team and you know we can do our magic on you okay another thing i want to say because we've been back to back here with programs is uh i had a client that finished his program and he told me that he's he's going to spend the next day going to a speed dating event right and i called up with him today and i was like well how how how, how was the speed dating event he goes, yeah, it wasn't really that good, <laughs> right? And I've spoke, I spoke, I've spoke about the idea of going to these single events and speed dating events in the past, and I, I do encourage you guys to go. I think it's actually good practice to enhance your conversation skills. But what I also want you guys to be in mind of is the mindset one has to to be in to go to a speed dating event right you got to start thinking of what sort of people are going to be at that speed dating event well single as fuck people right <laughs> so <laughs> um, I was having a joke with him about you know well, it was like it's the leftovers yeah oh hey Kiki doll 
Kiki's on the line. Great. Check out Kiki Doll Music and check out her music, by the way, guys. Um, she's a fantastic uh, house music producer. Go follow her work. Hi, Emmanuel. And I basically said, look, if you're single, right, you don't need to go to single events. Yeah? If you're single, every fucking event is a single event. All right? So just go and have that in your mind. You don't need to go to this thing that's been stamped up and labeled as a singles night or speed dating. Right? It's just the leftovers, guys. Right? I don't like to say that, but it's just the leftovers, man. Right? Just go out there, get a social circle, start being social, and the opportunity will arise. Okay? All right. So over to you guys then. I want to spend, you know, a short amount of time before I call it tonight for for me to ask your questions. Hi, Sebastian. Hi, Edoris. Hi, John Ice. John Ayas. Hi, Nineball. Sniper Wolf likes the, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. What do we got here? I have a date set for August, but I feel as if the lady has come on a bit strong. Is that a bad thing? Or take it with a pinch of salt? Well, give her a chance, man. You know, I mean, like, I, I, think, I think like this, like... And it's a reminder as well, like, how, how I've answered questions like this before. You're as nervous, perhaps, as each other going into that first date, right? And you may behave a bit uncalibrated, right? You, you may overthink things going to the date. You may overthink how to dress or what to say or think you've got to have this master plan, right? But one thing you must understand is that you're both nervous. And, yeah, some, sometimes that shows leading up to the date, right uh in in which you may choose to flake right or if it was coming from your side she may choose to flake because she starts to think that you know you don't you're you don't have enough familiarity in 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 this kind of in, uh situation therefore if you don't have enough familiarity then fuck maybe that's going to be an uncomfortable evening right maybe it's going to be awkward so that's why people kind of step out on the lead up too but look come from a higher state of consciousness give her a chance you know and you might find a side to her that you like I mean you obviously do like her right in order to actually put the date in the diary yeah so take it as a pinch of salt and um, you know you're going to find out this true side to her moving forward aren't you hi Corey hi Paps Riot Purist Karamazov Bilal Dano. Right, 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 right. Any questions, guys? Isendra. Builder. Commentero. No worries, buddy. What's your top five nightclubs to pick up in London for a guy coming from another country? <laughs> um... Guys, I think it starts with, first of all, knowing what you want, right? Because you've got to kind of work your way backwards. I always say this, you've got to get the best return on your time, right? You've got to go out and get the best return on your time. If somewhere isn't kicking or it's got the wrong crowd, 
you got to check out and go and find out where where the place that is kicking on that day of the week, right? So to really ask answer your question with um, the most sort of accuracy, right? I'm gonna need I'm gonna need to know what sort of type of women that you're you're into. Right. For me, you know, I know where I'm going to be checking out every every night of the week. You know, if I go into town, if I'm working with my clients, because, you know, I kind of know what their taste is. Right. But your your taste might be different. Um, I, I will I will give you a hack. Yeah. If you want to get into good spots in London. And you can do this by surfing and navigating your way through social media, right? I would, I, would, I would look for certain DJs that play in certain London venues, first of all. I would check the tagged pictures in those venues to see the class of the clientele. And then I would check when the D, what, what night the DJ plays and just use his name on the door to get in to these so-called exclusive nights. I mean, from an outsider that isn't pitched up in London, that's a very valuable hack for you, okay? Um, you, what you mustn't do is, is you know, be, be going around Piccadilly Circus or Leicester Square falling for every bloody tourist trap left, right, and center. Yeah, that, that's how not to have a good time. So have a look around on Instagram, Right. Have a look at all the different clubs that exist. And also as well, lounge bars. Lounge bars are a very good place to meet people because you can do a lot of talking in there. Right. As opposed to if it's more sort of nightclubs, it's a lot of nonverbal stuff. There's a lot of social proof in, you know, that you have to kind of consider. Um, I would say lounge bars, hotel bars, you know, are a great option. So maybe just Google, um, you know, top top London five-star hotels. Um, for me, I can give you a few right now. Uh, London Edition Hotel, the Mandrake Hotel, um, the Sanderson Hotel. Um, where else would I suggest you to go? If you're going over to Shoreditch Way, there's an Ace Hotel that has quite a bit of a vibe. Um, but yeah, there's a few to, to get you going. All right? Right, what else we got? Was there any more questions here? Hi, Starboy. Hi, Anne. Hi, Angelou. Vito. 8.5 and up, at least. I'm coming from tall, nice bodies, good attitude. Yeah, I think, I think like, London's very sort of boutique, right? I would, te- I, I, would, I would tell you to check out the box, right? I think you'd, as an outsider, I think you have a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, in London at the box Um, maybe Maddox the green room there you may want to find yourself going to uh, Cady's which is relatively new Um, the Cuckoo Club I mean there's there's just so many there is so many but you got to get it on the right nights right because the different nights attract a different sort of crowds so if you go there on the weekend if you go out on, to London clubs on the weekend you're going to get a lot of the out of town crowd in my opinion the best nights are normally Wednesday or Thursday because you've got the people that actually live in London so it, te- it seems to be a bit more of a tasteful tasteful crowd okay 
Right. Hi, X Guts. How you doing, Johnny? Speak on the ego. We can talk about the ego. We can talk about how the ego often holds us back, gets in the way from experiencing something that you want to enjoy. That's the same thing when you meet someone, isn't it? You know, maybe you have like a clash of egos and because of that clash of egos, it actually gets in the way of getting onto the path of that place that you both want to go, you know, where it be intimacy, you know, where it be, you know, going to another club or going to another bar to enjoy, you know, to enjoy, enjoy and get to know each other. Um, a lot of people are talking about, you know, death of the ego. And I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about that at the moment. I think, you know, a lot of people are getting into this, like, um, you know, the spirituality scene and, and all, all of that. And they're going through, you know, maybe smoking, they're doing that ayahuasca, they're doing these mushrooms, they're doing, um, you know, real deep, deep meditation, and they are achieving the death of the ego. And um, I think it all depends how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, because I think um, there needs to be a certain level of awareness of when the ego is getting in the way. But if you still want to and need to be in the matrix a little bit, you know, grinding, going after the fucking money, like trying trying to smash it, trying to hustle, you're going to need ego. You know, you're going to need ego to drive you forward. If you completely remove your ego, you know, my fear is that you kind of lose that tenacity, right? Um, so I, I would just say that, like, you know, in, in regards to the ego, I just think that just be more aware when it of yourself of when it's getting in the way of the things that you want. You know, the ego is the idea you have of yourself, right? Like I was working with a client today and, you know, I mean, it was it's very hot here in London at the moment. You know, it's too hot for us here. Yeah, we're not kitted out for it. And, you know, we got like five or six hours in the sun and, hey, Danio, how you doing, buddy? Go and follow my friend Danio and congratulate congratulate Danio, uh, by the way, because he recently got engaged to his wonderful uh, fiance now, Natalia. So I'm super happy for those guys, man. So uh, yeah, follow Danio, give him some love. <laughs> but anyway, back to what we were talking about. So I, I had this guy and he was exhausted through you know doing a lot of talking and walking and, and approaching people throughout the day, and then he was just like not approaching anymore and he wasn't approaching very very attractive um women right and i said like you know, why why are you not doing this i go it's your ego isn't it he goes yes it's my ego i go it's your ego your ego is 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 protecting you from getting closer to the truth right you're telling yourself that you, you can get these attractive women, but I'm giving you a task right now to actually prove it to yourself, and your ego is stopping you in your tracks because you're coming from a place of doubt right now, right? So I really had to kick his ass. I had to really try, had to try and strip back his ego to throw him in, in, into something that he could experience and get real reference from. So there was an example of where an ego got, ego got in, in his way and prevented it from, from growing. 
Are you with your fiance now, uh, Daniel? Fantastic. Well, uh, send it, send him my love to you guys too, man. <laughs> All right. So what else we got? You think ego can ruin a relationship or friendship if one person is egotistical and the other sucks everything in? Well, yeah, because I think you're just being a bully. You know, I mean, look, I, I always. I always give my clients the task of writing what they want from someone, like down on a bit of paper, two sides, visually and character traits, right? And one of the character traits that is, is common is for their partner to be able to challenge them, right? That is the number one trait that always, without fail, comes up for their partner to challenge them, right? And it's so important. I mean, I've experienced being in relationships that have the characteristic of my partner being passive, right? Now, the consequence of that is you end up behaving in any way that you, you wish to behave in, and you never get pulled on your bullshit. Like reminder, yeah, reminder is this. When you left home, right, you moved away from the infrastructure that gave you discipline and told you when you were wrong, you know, that would have been from your parents, right? So what we are looking for in a partner, which I, partner, which I think is essential, is for someone to pull us on our own bullshit, right? We're not always right, right? But if you haven't got someone to tell you you're, you're, you're not right, then you're just going to walk over your partner, and therefore, you, lo you will lose attraction. And if you lose attraction, sorry, let me say it again, you, you will lose respect, right? And if you lose respect, you lose attraction, which just kills the relationship. So if you feel you lack that quality in a relationship, where you just are passive because you think, oh, well, I'm never going to meet anyone like this again. I'll let her, I'll let her just put up, I'll, I'll just put up with it. Like, that's the path to losing the relationship, right? She will not respect you. She will not respect you with that behavior, okay? Don't worry about the friction or the confrontation that, that comes with challenging someone, right? It needs to be in there, okay? Communication, you know, people give the vague advice of, it's about communication. A healthy relationship is about communication. This is what I'm talking about. This is part of that communication, not just sucking it up. So thanks for the question, next guts. Hi, Corey. Hi, Goddess. All right. All right. What else we got, guys? Go on, throw another question at me. I know I've messed the schedule up this week. We were supposed to be on Tuesday night, so we're a day later. For those that have jumped on, for those who it is their first time, this is a time where you can ask me anything, any question regarding social and dating development. I'll answer it right now live on the broadcast. Um, just helping you guys out as much as we can uh, with the time that we have here. Hi, Menica. Maddox, I would definitely check that spot out. Yeah, check it out. Uh, other clubs. I mean, my favorite my favorite place to go to right now is Havada. It's not a club. 
it's like a lounge bar restaurant and um you know i just follow the music man like the music's i just follow the scene like when i say that like my deep house i love deep house right i always say to you guys every week like focus on things that you enjoy right move towards things that you enjoy right and then meeting new friends or meeting women will be the byproduct of doing something you're already enjoying right so what's my take on 88 builder says so what's your take on brazil and level of women out there and do you plan on heading out there anytime soon well i haven't been there you know so i'm very limited to what i can say about those women i can only really share with you the sort of the brazilian people i've met over here and they seem very well we just get the hot brazilian models here Right, so I mean, what what do you want me to say? You know that they they're great looking people, yeah. Um, it all depends what your flavor is, man. Do you know what I mean? What what is your flavor? What's your flavor? What are you going after? And position yourself in those environments. You know, I, mean, I took I took a client to the salsa club this week, right? If you like if you like Latino girls, yeah, get a good return on your time you know go to the source you know get on the plane to brazil or go to the salsa clubs right what's your expectations i feel like too many people oh sorry let me finish asking that question am i heading to go over there soon i don't have anything in the diary to go to brazil soon however if we get a good group of people that are interested in um seeing me talk over there or getting some coaching from me you know we can put put something together you know, I, I'm 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 all for visiting and seeing new places. X guts. What about expectations? I feel like too many people expect a certain behaviour to be reciprocated from another individual. I think this. I think that, and I've said this before, and I said this to my clients I've been working with in the past couple of weeks. I mean, you fuck up when you assume someone knows what you're thinking, right? Like, go back to the working environment, right? If you assumed your colleague knows what the next step is of a task that he's he needs a bit more hand-holding to, then you just fucked up, right? If you assume your partner knows what your wants, needs, desires and you know and, and and things that you don't like are and you've never been open about communicating that to them then antis the only thing you can expect is a fuck up right so you've just got to be more open with your communication you know again the vague advice is a healthy relationship is all about you know communicating communicating but let's unpack that yeah it's about having uncomfortable conversations right it's about listening it's about actively listening to your partner right it's about say, saying and telling your partner or your colleagues your friends you know whoever you're, you're relating to about about the things that you expect them to know right don't just expect them to know. Like, get it on the table. Yeah? 
Like, put it on the table so someone understands where your head's at. You can't just assume, oh, you know, well, they've been with me for so long, they just know me. Like, it just doesn't work like that, right? So, yeah, be more brave. Be more brave and communicate openly, yeah? There's far more rewards that come from having those uncomfortable conversations with your nearest and dearest than avoiding them. Like, you avoid those conversations, which is fucking stupid. Imagine doing that in business. Imagine, like, your client is due a service from you and you can't deliver on that service for some reason, but you just don't tell him, right? And that has a knock-on effect because you don't deliver that service for him. It has a knock-on effect for the client that he's serving. And then the client that that guy's serving you know, you just would communicate. It's the standard procedure. Yeah? Sounds like something you can apply to when you isolate a girl and make the first move. I just, I just think, like, the more open you are, yeah, like, the more... Just, just help... How health, it's just going to provide a healthier... Um, outlook moving forward yeah alright thanks for the question buddy uh, I Joss I Aminita Hot Summer I Benjamin I Lydia I Tamor right what other questions we got guys throw them at me social life dating life what do you got Come on, guys. I'm not going to be on here for long. I want an early night tonight. I've been working my ass off. I'll keep shooting. <laughs> I'm not here all night, man. Hi, <laughs> hey, Ricardo. All right, last question, and I'm going to be shooting off. All right? Throw one at me. We're done. All right, guys. Well, it looks like it's a short one tonight. And I put that down to uh, me just <laughs> Miami. L.A. L.A., man. November the 4th to the 10th. Get yourself down there. 88 Builder says, outside of London, what are the top cities in your opinion? I get asked this quite frequently. It's subjective, you know. I've I've had I've had good fun in um. I've had, I've had good fun in every city I've been to, you know. But London's my home, and uh, it's difficult to relate to you know, because I've lived in London for so long. I can't say, oh yeah. LA is um, you know as good as London because I just haven't spent as much of a, of a time back to back as I have here you know so I think I enjoy certain cities because of the novelty of them and different aspects and cultural aspects and stuff um, but look I'm going to have to say London 
because if I if it was another city right I would be there and I have thought about going to LA I have thought about that in the past because I do have a good time there I've got great friends there um, you know but what scares me is getting too laid back yeah because it seems like a lot of people are too laid back that they wouldn't get any work done so um yeah that's why london's still my home i've I've had a lot of fun in uh british still official has joined oh hello um i've had a lot of fun in in lithuania you know uh i I call I would say that is my second home, really. I'm not Lithuanian, but I just love. I'd, I'd probably retire there. Yeah, it's lovely. Vilnius is a lovely little quaint city. LA is really good, and the level of women and lifestyle is impeccable. I mean, it is. It is. Everyone is a model, or everyone is an actress. Um, you know, even even the the women at Starbucks. Yeah, they just—they got to have those sort of jobs because they've always got to be on call for for casting. So, um, yeah, you got a, a high percentage per capita in LA uh, for that sort of thing. Lifestyle—I mean, geez, I fell in love with Venice Beach. You know, it was super fun um, taking my team out there, and it is—it's a great lifestyle. It really is. Right, what well, more questions have we got here? TV weight man evening man right great what are you saying what's he saying have you ever found yourself way too intelligent to girls you was talking to so the girl finds you weird I'm very quick to understand if someone's on the same wavelength yeah um, you weed them out you weed people out Right, like it was like when that was a problem when I was like when I was twenty four. I couldn't meet any girl my age that was thinking how I think. Right, it just wasn't on the same page, and therefore I actually ended up dating. You know, and and the girl became my girlfriend, uh, who, who was five years older than me, right? Because there was slightly more sort of there was just more stimulation. Right, so yeah, it's a big deal for me. Like, if if my, if my mind isn't stimulated, I can't go there. I I just can't go there. Like, the person has to have brains, right? And then it becomes, you know, I mean, beauty is it's just it's a given, right? It's 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 not it's not scarce. Beauty is not scarce, right? It's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it depreciates. Remember that, guys. Right, it doesn't make sense for you to put women on a pedestal, right? Because our beauty depreciates. So it's about what are you left with? So you've really got to be doing your soul searching there. You've really got to be thinking, hey, what is that soul all about? Yeah, what has that person been through? Can I have a stimulating conversation with this person, you know, a majority of the time a week, you know, when, when we're living together? Right? Can I explore and do fun activities with this person? Yeah, whatever stimulates you. Yeah, you've got to find that in someone. 
you're going to find everything in someone, okay? Be realistic. I think you really need to understand that perfect doesn't exist. It's an illusion. Perfect does not exist. Perfect relationship does not exist, yeah? You're just looking for someone that is in align with your values, right? And can stimulate your nugget, okay? Thanks for the question, though, man. It was a good one. What country have you had most success picking up women? <laughs> I don't want to have this impression of me that I go out just picking up women. Yeah? Like this is um, I went for all that. I did all that, you know. And I think it's important to everyone's development to get more familiar with dating, yeah, because it is just something that men and women are just supposed to know, right? But no one really kind of talks about how you are supposed to know. Let's cut the bullshit. How, how you are supposed to know what you, what you want from someone is by doing more dating, right? So remove any sort of negative connotation you have in regards to going out there and learning about dating. Um, but I just want to be clear, like, you know, like life isn't about just going out picking up women, right? Life is going about going out and embracing things that bring you joy. And as I said earlier, if you if you continue on a path of finding joy, you will meet a lot of women on the way. Yeah? You don't have to go out like a robot, like picking up women yeah create an attractive lifestyle and you will have women in your lifestyle because you'll be seen to be having this attractive life right which is contagious yeah so London is my home yeah London's my home right and yeah, so we're in the UK here, so I've spent a lot of time here in the UK, and I've met a lot of, I've had a lot of experience here out of this country, right? And in London, you know, and when I have been single, I've met all sorts of flavors here, okay? And that's the beautiful thing about London. You know, you, it, it's such a international city. Everyone is from everywhere. You know, I think in my friendship circle, like. Yeah, I mean, it's very, it's very Euro trash. Everyone is from somewhere else, you know, which I love because I learn about different foods, different cultures, you know, different ways of living. You become more educated. It's fantastic. Okay. Thanks for the question, buddy. Hi, Ahmed. A hot summer says Miami doesn't have as much going on for you. <laughs> I'm sure it does. I, again, I just haven't been to Miami. It's on my to-do list. We we may go next year. It all depends. But I'm going to be more focused on perhaps retreats next year. Um, anyone interested in going to Mykonos, which is, you know, it's 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 the new Ibiza, right? I may be doing a retreat out there. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, I'd love you guys to uh, experience what that island has to offer. It's been a real hot spot for several years now. 
And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a great experience. Okay, so stay tuned for that. Uh, Columbia is great, by the way, apparently. Was being too logical can fuck up a conversation. Yeah, it can. And I get, like, I get a lot of people that come from very sort of analytical backgrounds, whether it be IT, whether it be risk management or finance or whatever. And, um, yeah, it can. Like, you got to be present. you got to be present. you got to be able to respond to people in the moment and, and, and be able to banter, right? If you're just so logical and overanalyzing everything, you're not in the room, right? I think it's important to show two sides of the coin. I think it's important to show one side being the guy you can have fun with and also the other side is the guy that you can have a serious conversation with. But if you're just showing one side of the coin where it's just serious, 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 you're just too intense, right? If you're showing the other side of the coin too much where you're just like a joker, 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 you're just a bullshit artist, right? So you got to get you got to get it right. Hi, Manuel. Hi, Alexandra. Given your busy, Waitman says again. Given your busy schedule and constant seven-day tutoring, how do you find time to date yourself, buddy? Well, I have to I have to plan, right? But look, here's the deal. Like this is this is the sacrifice that I've made, right? <coughs> I I find. Like I have challenges in my own dating life, but that's because it, I, I choose to take on those challenges because it's a way that stimulates me. But also, I find so much joy in, you know, just just fucking serving my, my client base and serving as many people as I can. So in order for me to do that, I have to give more and more of my time, right? And I say, there will be a day. There will be a day where I knock it all in the head, you know? There will be a day where I'm done, yeah, because it will be about me. It'll be about me time. You know, that's when life will show me something and make and make me, you know, move things around a bit, right? So I'm putting it out there. You know, I'm not going to be doing this forever. I'm not, right? And I know what I can do for guys, and it's completely turned their life around. So I don't normally create much urgency <laughs> as to why you should do things now. But just have that in your mind, right? As you sit there and think, oh, no, I'll do it next year. I'll do it in the year after. You know, that might be the year I'm choosing to pack everything in. Yeah? We, we, the business is going very well. You know, we, we have got clients, you know, back to back, right? And we're only growing. We're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So, which means we're going to get busier and busier and busier. So if you're interested in one of these seven-day programs, you, know, you think something like that, that can benefit you, we need to start the conversation soon so we can book you in. Yeah? There's only so many weeks in a year. But thanks for the question. Johnny Baywatch, how you doing, buddy? Right. That's what the goal should be. Bristol official. Great. Yeah, glad you're uh, enjoying the insights. Hi, Sana. Hi, Christian. What's your take on the Me Too? 88 Builder says, what's your take on the Me Too era? And what advice do you give to guys to protect from these Me Too women that are out here? You've got to be a confident dude, right? 
And in order to be a confident dude, you have to build up familiarity of talking to people outside of your social sphere, right? You need to become competent at speaking to people, holding the conversation down, and not coming from a place of doubt, right? The the Me Too awareness campaign, right, was designed to help people come out and say they were sexually harassed. Yeah? That's the Me Too campaign. That That's what that is. Right? As long as you are not someone that sexually abuses people, you don't need any, like, there's no worry for you, okay? The Me Too awareness campaign is to help those that have been affected by it to come out and call out, basically, the people that did it to them, right? The path and the journey that you're going on to develop yourself as a strong, confident human being is a million miles away from the, you know, what the Me Too campaign is calling out, right? They're calling out people that have to resort, right, to sexual abuse due to lack of understanding how to be intimate with a woman, due to their ego taking over and give, giving them the right to touch people inappropriately, uninvitedly, right? That's what that small portion of people are. That's what they are, right? You're not that. You're not that, okay? So you have nothing to worry about. Don't let it scare you. Keep on working on your skills as a decent human being. Understand social uh, dynamics in its entirety, yeah? Always be coming from a place of certainty and warmth and always respect a woman's boundaries, right? You are not what the Me Too campaign is targeting, okay? If you feel uncomfortable about yourself, remember, you make those around you feel uncomfortable. That's why I always say my work is about helping you guys improve the relationship you have with yourself so you can then build healthy relationships with others. And if you're not comf- if you're not comfortable in your own skin, that's where the work starts. Okay. So I hope that's helped. I I, I love a good me too question. I Nuvo, I Mia. Nuvo says I followed most of your posts and they helped me a lot. I found the love of my life now. Oh, that's really great. Thank you for sharing that. It's, um, it's always lovely to hear when that when that happens, and it and it and it's lovely to hear because it, it it goes beyond the work that I'm physically doing here. You know, for you just to be able to follow my posts and follow like my videos and blogs. I don't know what I don't know what specific stuff you've been following, but I mean, it just goes to show that the stuff I'm putting out there for the people I can't physically reach um, is going a long way. So I'm really happy for you. That's really great news. Okay. 
I don't expect a uh, invite to the wedding, you know, because I don't know what my story would be. But um, congratulations, man. That's awesome. Christian, do you know the difference in dating between Eastern European girls and Western European girls? Um, look, I, I will tell you this. I don't think I'd ever date a Western European woman again uh, after going East. I just did. I just I can't see it. I just can't see it. I I I have Western European women as friends, but I I don't see them as. I can't, you know, I'm generalizing here as well, but I'm just, that's just where my head's at. After after going East and experiencing, you know, Eastern European women, I just really value their values, right? I really value that. Um, do I think there's a difference? You know, there's... Depends, right? Because because in some you know some Eastern European countries that they're, they're you know they're developing countries, and with developing countries, they haven't had it good for a long time, right? So there will be a portion of people that come from these backgrounds, and they may get seduced by the razzle and dazzle, and I do see that in London all the time. And, you know, London just eats them up and spits them back out. Um, and then same goes with the next generation and next generation and next generation. Um, but I would say, and I say it's a small portion, I would say in general my experience with Eastern European women is they're, they're very down to earth. They're very humble. I mean, uh, a lot of these countries are brought up on, um, like, the Catholic faith, you know, and I'm not religion. I don't, I don't follow any faith, but, um, they're very sort of family traditional values, right? Which resonates with me, right? I think that's important. So yeah, I just, it's just a bit different though. that. I mean, like feminism hasn't hit that, those sort of countries as, as, as hard as, uh, they have in the West, Right, so the psyche is a bit different. You know, it's a bit more traditional. <coughs> and the West, uh, Western European women here, they're starting to get more um, in tune with this new wave feminism. Whether you're a fan of it or you're not, it's here. You know, so that's what I got to say about it. Hi, Bish. X guts. How old is or was your youngest student? That's a good question. In actual fact, the youngest student I've had, right, that attended one of my workshops, I believe 17. He was 17, which really excited me. And obviously I couldn't take him out in the evening because you know, he wasn't of the age of to be going out, but I was able to help him with a mindset and conversation skills and social awareness, etc. And he, it, it really brought some warmth to my heart because when I started this, I was 17, you know? So I, I was looking at this kid and I was like, wow, like, I remember being your age and you, you got your whole life ahead of you, right? 
you you got at least you know two decades of this you know of, of having some like super fun right um so i really i really i'd really love to catch up with him because that was several years ago now so yeah youngest guy and after that i had you know and it, another guy that comes to mind i mean he was like 19 years old we had a 19 year old guy who was like a Taiwanese nail technician, right? You know when like your your mum or your girlfriend or your aunt goes to get a, a manicure or a pedicure, you know, his family ran a uh, <laughs> one of those things. He saved up like uh, like a madman to come onto one of the courses, and um, yeah, I mean the energy at that age is just incredible, man. You know, to to, to take on that information at that age. Uh, Hats off to him. Phenomenal. He's, he's got his whole life ahead of him. Uh, he's going to have super fun. Uh, yeah, thanks for that question. Keep it on the D-Lo. Hello. Jay. Jay's a great guy. Jay's a former client of mine. Um, and also met up with another client of mine in Singapore, I believe, today uh, for dinner, which is very warming to see that, man, when my clients become friends. That's good stuff. Jay, by the way, is happily married. Go check him out. Check out his music. Um, you know, he is the Asian sensation. <laughs> Go and follow his work, man. He, he, this guy will make you laugh. He's always, always has impeccable style as well. He's out there. East side, brother. Yeah. <laughs> What's your take on the different social intelligences? Um, I think you need to elaborate a little bit more on that question. All right. 88 Builder. He's a smart young guy starting, getting ahead, starting at 17. Exactly. You know? I mean, I think, like, Jesus, like, when I hit, like, my late 20s, I look back, I just think, wow, like, the stuff that I've done, the things I've experienced, absolutely blessed, like, to, to, to be able to go on this path you know and it doesn't matter if you're older like if you're older than here if you've missed that that decade from your from your from your 20s to your 30s and you're older like you just gotta start you just gotta start yeah you're still young you're still young yeah just start guys i actually i fatima all right I think that's all the questions. That's all the questions we got through. Oh God! Right, just gonna give you a, give you a moment. If there's one more question, I'll answer it. Otherwise, I'm out of here. All right. We got for me. We good? Are we are we done? Are we going, going, gone. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Right, remember the dates, yeah? We've got a couple of seats left on July the 27th, this weekend, for the Impactful Connection Workshop. August the 24th uh, is, the, is the next one, okay, here in London. Christian Gonan, thank you for your answer. I love their beauty. I started to learn Russian. I think that should help me if you're going into Eastern Europe. Yes, however, remember that... All of those, a lot of those Eastern Bloc states were part of the Soviet Union. Okay, so if you go in speaking Russian, 
you might aggravate a few people because they're very, you know, they're very uh, passionate about their countries since they uh, seek, seek independence. Okay. What I would advise to you to do if you go to any country is make a little bit of effort to learn the language, just the basics. Hi, what's your name? My name is. Hello, thank you. Uh, goodbye. Just the basics, right? And use that to open up your interactions, then revert back to English uh, if, you know, when you run out of stuff to say you will get a far better response through making an effort as opposed to being pig ignorant. Okay? Okay, go on. What's the different social intelligences can you relate to or speak to in general? Example, some people know how to see through the bullshit. Mm. I mean, I just don't bullshit people. You know, I, I just don't bullshit people. Um... <sighs> If you don't bullshit people, you give nothing for them to see through. You know, I, I, I just I just like to like get into the mind and I just really want to talk about things I actually want to talk about. I like talking about taboos. I like talking about what seemed to be a forbidden thing. I like to talk about, you know, feelings. I like to talk about, you know, why certain paths in life that they chose to took were important to them. You know, I like to go deep because a lot of people just don't go there. They just have this surfacey chit chat crap that's just not stimulating, right? I want to, you know, I teach this again. It's in my book. I haven't got one at hand at the moment. I normally wave it around, telling you to go and buy it. But go on Amazon, get my book. I, it's all in there, right? Elite Seduction on Amazon. Uh, yeah, just you know, just just using my conversation structure but I'm not actively thinking about the conversation structure when I'm talking to people I'm just in the habit of speaking that way but if I was to go back and look at my conversations the structure would always be in there hi Alberto do I do boot camps in Eastern Europe uh, yeah 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 I, I, I go to Lithuania uh, a few times uh, on, on request um, I may go there before the end of the year so if you want to find out more about that, you can hit me up. Right, Alian. Right, all right, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot off. Thank you for coming on, and thank you for giving me the questions to then answer. I've given you the dates: August the 24th or July the 27th. Impactful Connection Workshop. Right. If you're not quite prepared to come on a workshop, go and get my books on Amazon. Elite Seduction. If you want to throw yourself in the deep end. Book yourself a flight to London. Spend seven days and seven nights with me at all of the hottest spots in London, refining your skill. Reach out to me. It's a seven-day program here in London. All right, guys. All right, thank you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you are, have a good one. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.